You know, how am I supposed to know? Do you remember that episode of uh, The Simpsons, uh, Treehouse of Horror, where Bart had a uh, evil twin, or actually, no, a good twin who was like crawling like around monster. the air ducts and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Hugo, yeah. I think his name was. It was a take on something, man. There was some, maybe flowers in the attic. I don't know. It was cool. Hey, everybody, it's a pre show where we talk about what we're doing the show. We're previews. It's all the new comics coming out this week. Uh, the hell with it. Might as well get into it. Yeah, just uh, jump in with our yeah, heads held high here, I guess. Just the two of us. <laughs> We're in a muddle through, mm-hmm. just like last night. It certainly does suck. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, if he was working last night, he should be free tonight. I thought that's how it usually works. Worry. I worry about it. It's another episode of a This Geek in Comics. Outright Geek Comic Book Shit Talk Show. Shit Talk Show. Gomer Taylor hanging out. Hoy, hoy. Uh, talking comics. All the new comics dropping this week. Let's get right into it, bro. Let's. Let's see what we got here. Start over at DC, the Distinguished Competition. Uh, their books come out earlier than everybody else's. They These will drop at midnight tonight. Action Comics, 1039. Uh, I haven't been reading this. This is the whole War World. Yeah, this is where we miss Adam. I think he was the one keeping track of this. Stuff. I think he's off of it now, man. He, he might just be said, fuck it. You know, Maybe. It. Well. Because it's that's a great cover, though. I love it. Yeah. This is one of those things where, like, they're extending on what was in that future state stuff from last year. Yeah, not a fan of that. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if you don't have it, you should get it. 35 bucks yeah. for the 12 you collected hardcover. I think it's hardcover. Yeah, hardcover. Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly, arguably, debatably, the best Superman story of all time. It's I certainly it's up there. It's your favorite, isn't it? It's among them, yeah. Um, this is definitely on my short list. It's probably my favorite. Um, yeah. It's only one or two others I'd consider. but um, It's wonderful. Yeah, like you were saying, if you don't already have um, All-Star Superman, it's worth getting it in some form or another, and this is a solid way to get it. It's, yeah, I bet it's beautiful. All the covers are probably in there. Probably. Just... Yeah, that's the uh, cover for, I think, the fifth issue of it, yeah. or the fourth issue. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think that's kind of how they're doing it because this is not the first time this has been collected. This is probably volume four or five. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last issue of it printed like over 10 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, forever. they've collected it a bunch of times since yeah. then. Uh, Deep Target. Uh, I haven't heard anything good about this. Like, I haven't heard anything bad, but it's just kind of there. I'm uh, still stuck on the premise. I don't get what Aquaman and Green Arrow were, you know, hanging out yeah, with. Yeah, they seem people. like total, like, opposites maybe it works i don't know maybe i mean they i could they would be around each other sure i mean they both oh, yeah. like you know are in the justice league but typically they have two different jobs yeah it seems like one an odd couple the, yeah yeah one is like you know reconnaissance and and support the other one talks to fish uh batman catwoman special uh, Tom King is on this. Tommy Lee Edwards is hanging out with this one. Bernard Chang, Mitch Gerards, uh, 
uh, it's sort of a romance, but it's Christmassy. I think they're trying to find that that middle ground in winter between Christmas and Valentine's Day. You know, I guess so. But uh, it's got a I don't know. Day. I mean, I it's like the Batwoman Catwoman dynamic in Tom King's run, but um, yeah. the Batman Catwoman book um, that he's been doing under the Black Label stuff was not all that fun. Yeah. So. Uh, so this is like an anthology. It's a bunch of different Batman and Catwoman stories. This is a really cool cover where they're, I guess that's. Yeah, it looks know, like a Tim Sale, right? Uh, yeah. That is, no, it's Lee Weeks. Actually. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they're in a museum, but this is obviously this picture right here is from the alley from Harper Row or what's the name of that? Whatever. Crime Alley. Crime Alley. Yeah. yeah. It had a different Harper Row was a character. It had a different name. Could be a that. street name. It really could be. But... What was the name of it before that? It had a name. Um, that. It has a name, but I can't remember what it yeah. is. Like, its official street name is not Crime Alley, but. Well, of course not. That yeah. would be a dumb place yeah. to, to put in. To, to name it, that would be. We shall name, name this up. street after our illustrious mayor. It Jay was called Daddyus Crime. You know, it was called yeah, right. Uh, it was called Park Row. Park Row. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was close. Harper Row. Yeah, not too far off, and you just mixed in that a uh, person who is like uh, Batman sidekick for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Crisis on Multiple Earths. Uh, kind of cheesy, but fun. I don't know. It's like that classic DC feel to it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Bad. I mean, I'm sure it's good, it's like, schlocky fun from the it's, Silver Age, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're just going to skip DC versus vampires. Uh, actually, it does have a great Francesco Mant Mantina cover. Really wicked. Oh, yeah, that's really right. In there. Uh, but I'm just turned off by the whole idea of this. It sounds stupid. Uh, it is James Tynion, you know, Matthew Rosenberg, you know, doing their thing, so... Uh, Deathstroke Inc. Josh, more Joshua Williamson. This dude is writing everything at DC Comics right now. Yeah, uh, um, he is the hardest working man in DC for sure. For sure. Uh, what else? Batman. Man, I'm not reading this either. It's coming out weekly now. So even if I wanted to get on yeah, this like, story, it's just I've been. Dumb. I've had a passing interest in the Mariko Tamaki run here, but. Yeah. I don't think I could justify getting it weekly, even if like I had been following it before. Yeah, yeah. Great sort of generations cover here by Lee Bermejo. He's yeah, that's been, a cool cover for sure. Yeah, he's been the cover guy uh, for Detective Comics for a long time. We got like um, Golden Age and Neil Adams Batman back there, all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then they have a couple of connecting covers by Jorge Molina. So if you really want to collect the covers, you got to buy two of these. Son of a bitch. Is again really weird. Wait, really so weird. like they're doing um you have to buy two issues of the same comic? I thought at first this was like the second issue of a of no. a linking cover that came out last week or something. No, it's it's ten fifty. This is this oh. appears to be one cover, this here, and then this one appears to be another cover. Well, I hate that. I hate that. I buy two for say eight dollar books, fourteen bucks to get these connecting covers. Yeah, I mean, you should leave that to them being sequential issues. You shouldn't make you buy two of the yeah. same thing. No shit. Uh, but really, that's I mean, they're pushing for spec. I get it. If give people a choice, I'm okay with that. You know, but uh, you're 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 boxing out a lot of the potential market there for yeah for those. You know, 
Uh, Flash 778, a favorite around here. Yeah, uh, um, it's consistently a lot of fun. I mean, it's an unambitious book, but it is consistently a good read. Like, it's a, yeah. it's in that solid B range, you know? Yeah, it's just fun, you know? It's it is, really yeah. fun to read, man. Yeah, so, I love Dad Joke Wally West. That's a right? good look for him. Yeah. Uh, no real fun variants there uh, fl- uh the flash jeff johns omnibus this is a weird collection uh rogues revenge final crisis uh then the flash rebirth and then the flash and then blackest night the flash and then the flash secret files and then flashpoint so it's Dude, basically like the rebirth of barry allen uh omnibus here i guess basically but if this doesn't i mean in one volume of one comic this shows you how fucked up the DC continuity is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. From Final Crisis and then Rebirth and then 12 issues of The Flash, which were good. Those were solid books. Uh, and then Blackest Night, which changed everything again. Uh, and then into Flashpoint, which changed everything again. is so whack. Yeah, I mean, you know? this is a great microcosm of them just constantly smashing that reset button over at DC, you know? Yeah, and using the Flash to do it almost every time. Yeah, I mean, Barry Allen, like, cannot stop fucking up continuity, I guess. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, it does get an Ethan Van Skyver uh, art in there. I actually have a Flash yeah. Rebirth number one signed by Ethan. Yeah, and that uh, the 2010 run on the Flash, I think, was drawn by Francis Manipal. So if you it like was. what you see on the cover, it's some really cool art in there as well. Yeah, Manipal uh, did a lot of good work with design in that, too. Yeah, but if you're going to get a uh, Jeff Johns Flash run, you're better off getting the um, older volumes, the Wally West stuff. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, Gen 13 gets collected. That's wow. Her whole ass is just hanging out there. Oh yeah. This is old, old shit, man. Yeah. The the J Scott Campbell, you know, that wouldn't have even like turned an eye back in like the nineties. Like every character was like that, but now it is, Whoa, what the hell am I seeing? Yeah. It's blatant, blatant. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's a different time. They don't do shit like that now. Uh, Harley Quinn number 11 with a Derek Chu cover. Very nice. Very fun cover. Uh, and it's got a Peacemaker cover. Lame. Uh, we'll take a look at uh, Human Target. I know you've been enjoying this. Yeah, it's a fun, like, kind of pulpy noir story. Set in DC, you know, with DC characters. That's always Yeah, great. like the Justice up. League International are all the suspects in a, uh, yeah. a murder, attempted murder case here. Yeah. So, yeah. A really cool cover by Dave Johnson here with the use of color there. I love it. Love it. It's got a James Bond feel to it. Yeah, and that's appropriate for this book. It has it is like one of those like not like James Bond in particular, but yeah, like all these old like spy yeah like movies from the sixties. It kind of has yeah, that hard boiled, kind of hard boiled. Yeah, uh, Justice League seventy one counting down to the death of the Justice League. Bendis is still on this. Ram V is still doing the J- the JL Dark backup story. Thank God he's still doing the JL Dark yeah, backup story. The only but... reason to buy it until they're dead. I'm actually probably going to pick up the issue where they. Yeah, I mean, these are all characters I like, but I am looking forward to them dying so that we can like reset the Justice League here. Yeah, let's do better. Let's do better than what Bendis has been doing because it has been. Bad. Or I should say reshuffle instead of reset because it's hey, not whatever. Like... Do something. I'm sure they'll reset continuity again within the next couple of years here, but you know. Yeah, do something. Do something. Uh, Mr. Miracle, uh, this is the, a different one. This is The Great Escape. I think this was yeah. a uh, collection of different 
um, the new Mr. Miracle guy, Scott Free, the new guy. Uh, but this is a Peacemaker one-shot going back to uh, basically an origin story of the character, and he's going into war. Uh, so they're getting the master of war comics, Garth Ennis, to write it. And, yeah, that's great. I imagine he's going to write this just the way he does The Punisher. Yeah, I think we were talking about this on the uh, Sunday show a few months back. But, yeah, I mean, it's a a good writer and subject matter pairing, you know? Like, the character Peacemaker is honestly not much of a character. I get that they're, like, doing the whole press blitz thing right now, but... Yeah, Garth Ennis could probably do a lot of fun stuff with that character. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm I'm most likely going to pick that up. It's only a one shot, you know. Uh, a great book. Uh, Simone DeMeo doing the cover on this one too. Again, Joshua Williamson. Uh, but Robin, uh, this is following the adventures of Damian Wayne, and the first arc is basically over. It, it was a really long arc. It was probably nine yeah. issues, you um, know. This is what I'm looking forward to picking up in trade, but um, yeah, yeah, whatever. I think the you... first trade is actually out, but yeah, the first part of the book up to issue nine was all about this tournament, and is basically Mortal Kombat with these young folks. On yeah, that's an why island where I, they I've can't been, die. It was. I'm great. waiting for like the second volume to be out so that I can read that like whole tournament arc. Yeah, um, all at once. Yeah, it should be out soon, man. Yeah, yeah really soon. But yeah, that is a really fun book. Uh, and here's another fun book, reaching the, reaching the penultimate issue. Actually, uh, season two has been confirmed for this. Uh, oh, so good thing, book. too. They kind of uh, were putting all their chips down when they named this book season one, you know? Right, right. Uh, well, I don't know. Season one kind of gives them an out, you know? Oh, we didn't get picked up for yeah, season two, you know? I guess, but... Not just cut off, but... It there is, like... More open. There's kind of the verbal agreement, right? That like right. we're expecting more after this. But anyway, this has been probably the best of the milestone stuff. Oh, for sure. Um, for the sure. art is um, consistently like very it. good. Like, like I prefer it. like the main artist on there, but um, <sighs> all of it's been pretty solid throughout. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun ass book. Uh, definitely the best of the milestone stuff. Uh, love this cover here, man. I love that cover. It looks like street art. Freaking rad. Uh, and now here's another big book, another one shot coming out of DC, Peter J. Tomasi, Victor Bogdanovich going back to Superman and Robin, uh, after they've grown up both literally and figuratively in their own books. Uh, Damien's still the same age, but he's learned a whole lot, but John has literally grown up, you know, time displaced. Reading this, I'd feel weird, right? It would just remind me that like, you know, Bendis broke up their dynamic in a lot of ways by aging up john I th- and that does mean we get the tom taylor run so that exactly is the tom taylor it. book does not work if john is in not college school. age yeah, yeah if he's in middle school dude it just doesn't so work. you know good came out of it but i do regret that you know we have little kid damien and you know young adult john that's... with that said they've already you know met since uh in in a i think in the actual uh superman book that's they the have and i noticed that when they before. do so they consistently try to make damien look a lot older than he they normally do. looks i think they that do. they are trying to like force the issue there a little bit like it's almost you guys a little weird of damien it's almost a little weird a little bit know? yeah but we'll see how it goes i'm still excited about this you know to see how it goes so uh, that's definitely a pickup for me this week. Superman 78. Eh. Uh, great Rafa Sandoval cover here, though. Oh, my gosh. Come on. And it's a pokey thing. Just timeless. 
times. Oh, that is, yeah, that's the movie poster there, ain't it? Yeah, that is, yeah. This is when Superman goes, makes everybody go back in time somehow. Uh, moving on, Task Force Z, this is just zombies with Suicide Squad, basically. Stupid. I thought we were over. Zombies. It's whatever, you know. I thought we were over zombies. This is the. This is like one of those like kind of brain dead concepts that you know yeah. they can have a lot of fun with. I haven't been checking it out, so I don't know. But yeah, not for me. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I read the first issue of this because Red Hood is on the, that team, leading that team. And maybe I'm getting it confused, but no, I think you're right. Cool peacemaker cover here. If you're into that character right now, they're giving yeah. you options. I mean, no frills, but yeah, it's a good drawing of peacemaker. That's yeah, yeah. they're giving you some options. So uh Team Titans and then um I don't know, Fico Azio gets a really dope cover here. I'm just not following this book. I'm not a fan of this book. Yeah. I don't think uh, even I don't Adam even know or, who Yeah, or, I don't know who Red X even really is. We were talking about it at the time, but they missed that window by a decade if they wanted yeah, to try dude. to like do the Red X thing. And then they did the mask of the phantasm and fucking screwed the pooch. You know, yeah. blew it. Uh, uh, oh, well. Surprise last issue of Wonder Girl, and it's a big disappointment. Joel Jones is doing the writing, but it is Lila Del, uh, Del Duca on the art. Nothing against, you know, yeah, Lila nothing against. I mean, that's that's un- Joel Jones. That, I wouldn't want to be in that position, right? Where you're stepping in to do the art instead of this really talented main artist, right? Oh. It's kind of like with the Black Widow book as well, right? Like, yeah. nothing against um, these people who are stepping up. Rafael you know, de la Torre. Yeah, these people coming in out of the bullpen here, but man, I wouldn't want to be compared to Elena Casagrande or Joe L. Jones, you know? Yeah. Uh, even though Totina Tedesco has, or Julian Totina Tedesco has an amazing cover for it. That yeah, that's really pretty. Awesome. That is a great cover. But we will see this character again in, uh, what is it, War of the Amazons. Yeah, and that's probably, that's going to be the real end of the series. Yeah, for sure. Because then she's going to roll into her own thing in the main DC universe proper. This is basically her coming up, learning who she is and and stuff like that. And it's a solid read. Yeah, I mean, it's an origin story. Like, we're getting her training arc, like, with the Amazons. And now she's, like, hanging out with, like, her Amazons. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a fun read. But Yeah, it's been fun. You do always miss Joel Jones's art when it's not there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, uh, moving on to everybody else. Uh, these books come out Wednesday. Uh, Deadly Class. Actually, let's talk about Cruel Summer. Uh, Cruel Summer is some Ed Brubaker and Jacob Phillips collected shit. Uh, That's always criminal. good. Yeah. One and then five through 12. Uh, amazing. Amazing. I mean, stuff. yeah. Anytime you can pick up a collaboration with Ed Brubaker and uh, Sean Phillips, get it. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. It's, yeah, it's going to be amazing, dude. It's going to be so good. Uh, or it is. I've already read it. It's great. Uh, Deadly Class Raps. Uh, this is the final issue of uh, Rick Remender's uh, Deadly Class. It's weird that the show happened. Yeah. Like, in the middle. You know what I mean? Of this yeah. It's so um, weird. Yeah, we've really hit. It's been a long and winding road to get to the uh, conclusion here. When it, it gets yeah. started, like... Was it seven uh, or eight years ago? Dude, or was it's it longer? Been forever. It's 
it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long, long time coming. But he took time off to do other books. Yeah. He had a long run at Marvel. And then the show got picked up, and he was actually running the show, you know, at least in part. Well, I mean. Running the writer's room. Yeah. Delayed is always better than rushed. But, yeah. you know, if you if you had your druthers, right, you'd like, you know. Yeah. A timely schedule of quality work, but it doesn't always work that way in the real world, you know. Right. Sometimes right. they gotta take the time. Yeah. Uh, Frontiersman, solid read there. Uh, Gunslinger Spawn, that's gonna sell like a motherfucker. I don't care. Oh yeah, uh, I mean that's image uh, bankrolling themselves for the next year there. Yeah, you know? that's their bread and butter. Uh, Ice Cream Man number twenty eight, still one of the best series on shelves. Just amazing. Uh, Made in Korea gets collected. That was a really great uh, story. Now, everybody's talking about this next book we're going to talk about coming back. But Monstrous is also back. Monstrous has not won as many awards as Saga, but it's damn close. Yeah, it's um, it's a quite, great It's book. a critical darling for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. Uh, Dave really is the one who was like, you know, A.K. David was like, dude, you got to read this. You got to read this. And I did. I finally caught up during the pandemic. Yeah, it's a wonderful book. It is amazing. Yeah, it's good art every week. Uh, yeah, every issue. But the big book at Image Comics this week is the long-awaited, what, four years? It's three, four years we had not had. Uh, it's been a minute, yeah. It's been a while. It was already on hiatus before the pandemic. And we're like, what, yeah. year, like calendar year three of the pandemic exactly. now? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a 44-page story for three bucks. So... There you go. More yeah, I mean, they want to get people back on that bandwagon, you know? And, and, you know, this book is amazing. It deserves all the hype it gets. It's probably the best work that Brian K. Vaughn has ever done. Arguably. Um, I'm still yeah, a big fan of Ex Machina. I love Ex Machina. Everybody I mean, hates Ex Machina. I mean, I yeah, it. like, pick which, like, amazing story right. you want to consider your favorite, <laughs> right. right? But, right. but yeah, um, God, I... I have been looking forward to this coming back, but I'm going to have to wait even longer because this is another one of those ones I get in trade because it yep. does read so much better in trade. It does so, read in trade. Yeah, yeah like six true. months from now, maybe seven, because they're usually <laughs> pretty good about getting that volume out hot on the heels. I guess I'll be able to read yeah. volume uh, volume 10. Uh, but I always love to mention that I have a saga one through 10 in, in regular issues because they go for so much. Yeah. Um, Holding out until they announce the show, and then that week I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna pull the trigger. Man, you're just gonna gonna leave all of us commoners in the dust when you do that, right? I can't wait, dude. Just I'm hoping to get two grand out. Pretend of Pretend you don't even know us. I'm hoping to get two grand out of the first twenty books because I have I have one through like fifty, but one through twenty, those go for so much more. That'll be. I mean. Unless you could go back in time and get like these books that they did not print large numbers of, like, like Amazing Fantasy number 15 or whatever. Oh, sure. That's probably the best you could probably expect to get out of most spec books nowadays. Uh, yeah, I, I, the big two, it's a little bit different because you have character spec and stuff like that. But, sure, sure. But uh, there's also way more issues that are going to circulate. Exactly. Right? Like one of the reasons why Action Comics, it's not just that it's the first appearance of Superman, it's also that. There's like five, like left in good shape in the world, you know. Yeah, uh, but for example, like Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk sells better after Thor: Love and Thunder, despite the fact that Thor: Love and Thunder really wasn't Planet Hulk. Do you mean really Thor Ragnarok? Wasn't? 
Oh yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It was even though it wasn't that they lifted his look, but yes, it's a pretty loose ad- adaptation. And that's and that that that's what I mean by impacting being too spec. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Like something like Saga. There's going to be a Saga show, or there's not going to be a Saga show. There's no middle ground there. You know, so once your spec yeah. hits a certain peak, until they announce that show, it's not going to move up. You know, it's just not. So, and it it sometimes it does. It depends on how many uh, books they get graded. Like the number of books that are graded also depends on on that. It's very complicated. But uh, Stray Dogs, uh, another mini series uh, from that. This. Because that first run was just so damn good, you know, they had to do something else. And these are really good. They're kind of like Yeah, um surprise hit of last year, I think that most yeah. people say. Talk about spec, man. You can find first issues of these. These go for a lot. And they had horror movie poster variant covers that are I very remember sought those, after. Yeah. Very sought after. Uh but these are basically just little three or four page prequel stories to all the dogs that were in the, the first mini series. So uh I don't know, we may see more of that. We may not. Uh, and then Two Moons, which is a really hot book about the Civil War and racism and monsters and shit. It's cool. Uh, Dark Horse has some okay stuff. Jeff Lemire is continuing with Black Hammer Reborn. And uh, Hellboy. New Hellboy book. Penultimate issue of Silver Lantern Club. And Bendis' Joy Operations. Hit, hit, uh, issue number three. Uh, I read the first issue of this. It was alright. It was way too Bendis for me. I'm kind of over it. If it was I mean, 20 years ago, 10, yeah. 15 years ago, it I feel like different. you need to give yourself a lot of time to kind of decompress from like Bendis's dialogue ticks before you kind of like get another Bendis book. Yeah, because you know? there's a lot of dialogue in there, man. Uh, IDW has a pretty solid week. Uh, My Little Pony book, they're keeping the lights on. Uh, Sleeping Beauties hits penultimate issue. That's a pretty fun book. Uh, it's based on the Stephen King horror novel. Um, best of Captain Picard has a pretty rad cover. Love that cover. Yeah, love that cover. Let's get a, a bigger look at that. There's nothing really in here. It doesn't tell you, you know, even who's writing it, which stories are in it. But it's really all about that cover, man. That is, yeah, cool. that's I a frame that. and put it on your wall type yeah, of thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Beast Wars number twelve. Uh, we're only getting a few more issues of that. Uh, the Usagi Yojimbo. Uh, Spin-off series, uh, Lone Goat and Kid. And yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, are they actually are they doing like a lone wolf and pup and a cub kind of thing there? Uh it's kind of like that. Uh this has actually already been done, I think. It's the next series of classics reprinted. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think this already came out, but it came out in black and white. And now they're reprinting it in color. Yeah, still, it's cool for those Usagi fans, man. Uh, getting into Marvel, uh, man, they don't even have a, a cover for that. Yeah, we're uh trying to move forward with all this uh beyond stuff. We're getting pretty close to the end now. Thank goodness, thank goodness. Well, oh, those wait. are some cool looking visuals for sure. Yeah, oh, is he? Oh, this is more with Peter, I guess. Yeah, what did Peter been. Parker do? You know, is that leaning into that? Maybe. I am not really reading that. Uh, Avengers Forever, Jason Aaron's multiversal. Yeah. Um, by now, you should be used to the idea that everything Avengers Jason Aaron is writing is let's play with the action figures. Yeah. And yeah, this is uh, the first issue centered around like what basically what if Tony Stark was Ant-Man. Right. And I'm sure yeah. we'll get some sort of similar 
shenanigans in this one, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I'll definitely be picking this up. That's a pretty cool uh, kind of Black Widow through the prism type of thing that going on there. Yeah. So oh, the they even got like her old like 1960s look. Like yeah, that's actually how she crazy. first appeared with the black hair. That's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, this to... one in the front. Yeah, she's this such an iconic ginger. It's kind of weird to think that originally she had the dark hair. Yeah. This one in the back, I think this is 1602. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool story, dude. That is a really fun story. Yeah, that was rad. So, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. the st- Do the stakes need to be high for a book to be great? I don't know. This is just a. They should be higher than they are. I, I think I guess, in, the main, but, in the Avengers, you know. But I mean, there's like multiversal destruction on the line, but like they're yeah. not really hyping up that angle too much. It has mostly just been like, oh shit, it's Norman Osborn, uh, Ghost Rider, or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh crap, it's a uh, Red Skull with a symbiote. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm sure it'll be fun. And yeah, you know, it's been the first issue was good. It was yeah it was solid. Uh, Black Panther number three. I'm definitely picking this up, not only because the first two issues have been great, even though, yes, T'Challa does not really seem like T'Challa in this. It's kind of weird. I don't know. John Ridley is giving him a new voice. He's changed his voice. Doesn't get his voice. Something. But this has got some Mars shit with the X-Men. Yeah, I mean. all over that. Wakanda versus Arako. Yes, please. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it is six bucks because it's. I think the legacy numbering is two hundred on on this. So they're trying to get as much. Are as you as sure? I feel like they plaster that all over the damn cover. If that's no, the case. no, 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 oh, no you're right. Are... It says right there. Oh, where? Oh, I saw it somewhere. Uh, oh yeah, like when you hover over it. Um, no, I got it. Celebrating the two hundredth yeah, so, issue. Yeah. of Black Panther as T'Challa faces off against the X Men. That's a cool so, cover. Yeah, you like you know, nice and like iconic. You know. Yeah, just simple, but and scary, Frank. I mean, yeah, like putting him in the environment, you know, looks cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely picking that up. Captain America, Iron Man. This book's been a bust. Uh, I did covers, not pick up the second issue. Um, terrible book. It doesn't it honestly feel like it's kind of like doing anything with the team up, right? Like it's just, it's basically just like an Avengers book, right? Because we're just kind of looking at like, oh, there's this shit going down and Captain America and Tony just happen to be the two who are taking care of it. They're yeah. not really like playing up their dynamic or like doing anything with their relationship. It's just kind of, why yeah. are you even doing this? You know, yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, some old Conan stuff. Uh, the Daredevil Epic uh, Collection going out west. That's like a West Coast Avengers, I think. Take back in the from back in the day. Uh, Deadpool Black, White, and Blood gets a Treasury Edition. That's oh nice. lord. I'm not even sure what it means to call it a Treasury Edition. To be honest. Um, I think, uh, I don't know what, maybe, maybe it's what, it doesn't matter. Let's just move on. Maybe it's bigger. Death of Dr. Strange raps. He going to die. Yeah. He going to be dead. The murderer is revealed. Is this a spoiler? I mean, did they just put it on the cover here? I mean, is that a spoiler? Was it Scarlet Witch? Because, like, there's no point in not saying it if you're just going to put it on the cover, I guess. But Yeah. I mean, his dead body's literally right there on the cover, so it can't be her. I haven't been paying attention to the variants here. Maybe they've been doing something like that for all of them. I don't know. Uh, It's only a couple of pages for the variant, but 
I was thinking I thought it would be Mordo. Anyway, Devil's Reign number three. I don't think these are the pages for Devil's Reign number three. They are not. They are the pages That's for two. Devil's Reign number two. Yeah. Still, um, that issue was rad. I'm hoping this one is rad too. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. This has been a really cool event so far. Yeah. Uh, we get another tie-in for the Devil's Reign event. Uh, this is the Winter Soldier one. I think this is just a one-shot. I don't think we're going to get too much out of this. Uh, it is five bucks, so it's, yeah, it is a one-shot. It's five bucks, so it's going to be a little bit bigger. That's nice. I'm not sure I give a shit about Bucky in this event. I mean, I like Bucky, and I like yeah. this event, but I don't... Uh, it seems like he's kind of coming out of nowhere to be involved here, you know? Yeah, why does he give a shit? Is he there to get whatever Fisk's secrets are on Captain yeah, America? Yeah, like, as far, I am not aware of him having any sort of relationship with the Kingpin. I mean, the Kingpin has a relationship with a bunch of fucking characters, but oh, I don't sure. know that Bucky's wanting them, you know? Yeah, and they just don't seem like they, I don't know. Some secrets are meant to stay buried, and some doors okay. are meant to stay closed. So, okay. so yeah, like, bottom care. line, like, I don't know why this is a thing. Yeah, but, I don't care enough to get it, I'm not gonna. Yeah. But I'm definitely getting Devil's Reign number three. That's yeah, rad. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, Iron Man number 16. Uh, this is still, I think, is Chris Cantwell's run. Uh, is he still like Korvac uh, or whatever in this? Yeah, he's going through his cosmic transformation. He's beaten Korvac, but somehow has absorbed the cosmic powers of Korvac and is trying to maintain something like that. I don't know. Uh, another book I'm really looking forward to this week, uh, The Marauder's Annual. It's just it's been a fantastic book uh, with Duggan at the at the uh, the head of the thing. But Steve Orlando has taken over Chris Lee, uh, cool Dodderman cover. This is just a one shot, getting us ready for the next arc because Marauders is not renumbering; it's keeping the same numbering. Yeah, I but uh, this I guess will be the uh, flagship issue for the new team, right? Yeah, this is the issue that's for the new lineup. Set up. Yeah, that's going to set everything up. Uh, Dokken is on the team. Uh, Psylocke is on the team. I actually don't know if that's Psy- – is that Psylocke now? Psylocke is confusing. So It's yeah, Psylocke. Um, the other one. What Her, na- her name's Quan, name? right? Yeah, Quanin. Quanin. Yeah. Quanin. I don't know. Oh, so I thought she was Psylocke and, like, uh, Betty Braddock is Captain Britain now? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, maybe you're right. Kept, yeah, Betsy is now Captain Britain, not Psylocke, and she's Psylocke. Hey, whatever. They figured that out. Uh, just get a, a nice Lupa Lupacini, Lupacino cover. Really fun there. I don't know. I don't that get does it. It look like, really it looks cool. Like it's, looks like it's almost. It looks kind of like it's unfinished. Like they didn't finish coloring it. I, I think she's. Is that like supposed to be like an effect of her like phasing through his arm or something? Because I don't know. That might be a pretty cool way to show it if that's what they're going for. Sure. I don't know. It's cool. I'm happy Dokken is in the book. He's one of my faves. I love all the Wolverine family. Uh, we get a Beyond tie-in with Mary-Kate and uh, Mary-Kate. Mary-Jane and Black Cat. <laughs> you can see how I got there to Mary-Kate. I do. I do. But, <laughs> but Beyond is uh, not enough of a good book to justify having yeah. tie-ins, honestly. It's not. It's, it's okay. It's resoundingly it. mediocre, yeah. but I mean, shit, that's the new status quo, right? The new normal ever since Nick Spencer's run is to constantly be having these little big air quotes around tie-ins. So like, yeah. the, just make it be an issue of the book. 
You know, why the fuck is this a tie-in? Yeah, here's your Beyond R. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, they they did that with the point ones and all that shit. They've been doing that for so long. That being said, Saladin Ahmed is a great writer. So this probably will be pretty good. It's just, you know, it's tying into something that I don't really care about. So it's hard for me to justify getting this. Yeah, great Momoko cover here. Very well done. Well, always, yeah. Yeah, very well done. Um, Umberto Ramos is getting a variant. Uh, stupid. Uh, we get the Trail of Shadows, uh, from the High Republic side of Star Wars. Hits the penultimate issue with number four. Uh, Thor number 21 continues the God of Hammers. Uh, and then X Death of Wolverine. I'm really looking forward to this. The first issue of this yeah. two series event was fantastic. So uh, this is yeah, they're gonna go trade off like week after week with this, right? Yeah, it's a ten issue over ten weeks, and then on week nine, Destiny of X begins with the rest of its books. All right, but so, I love this uh, this like Borlock look for Wolverine. That's really cool. Yeah, they're gonna eventually draw that into the story. They have to. There's way. Did too I say much Morlock? Time. I meant Warlock. Sorry, but yeah, I thought you. I thought you said Warlock. You say Morlock like the. Sewer I think guy? I said Morlock like the sewer yeah. mutants, but it, Morlock <laughs> is what I should have said. Uh, this Wonka ball cover with uh, Wolverine and uh, Honey Badger is that's cool. awesome. That is they call so her Scout fun. now. So, Honey oh, Badger is such My a bad. better name. No, no, you're right Scout. because like Honey Badger is such a better name, but yeah, they call yeah. her Scout now. Bad yeah. change, but no, uh, I love the I dynamic these two have. Like these are some of the best sisters in all of the Marvel universe, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, hey, uh, shout out to Tom Taylor for his very underrated uh, Wolverine run using uh, yeah. Laura Kinney. Yeah, all new Wolverine. That's a great run. Uh, Garcon gets his uh, collage variant. Um, I don't know. There's so many. See, look, they're they're uh, leaning into the whole Warlock thing here, too, with this variant. You know? Yeah. So he's he definitely going to get some some virus. A spoiler variant. I don't even want to know what that is. Whatever. Um, and then, you know, X Death Wolverine apparel variant. So that's yeah. definitely on the list. And X Men number seven, Captain Krakoa. Yep. Uh, Duggan is, is really telling this story in a weird way. He sort of gave us the emotions and everything behind Cyclops being Captain Krakoa, but still hasn't really told us how he became or was forced to become. Yeah, Captain we're getting like. Krakoa the effects before the cause because the it's last weird. issue ended with um, them. Honestly, a pretty cool way of revealing that they have gone out and mind wiped Ben Urich. I Wild. assume. Wild. And yeah, they have uh fake Cyclops's death to try to cover up these bread cum. These well, bread lied. Yeah. They lied about his, him. they lied about him being resurrected. They, they're trying yeah. to, so obviously he's dying in a very public way where they can't hide the fact that, that he's just dead, you know. Yeah. Which is crazy. Just and and Scott's all against it. He hates the idea. He wants to be out and about and doing his thing. Indeed, but yeah, um, we probably only have a few issues left with this lineup. I assume since they're having that election just uh, wrapped up last week. Yeah, I really want to know how they're going to do that. How all that's going to work. They already seated. Uh, Polaris leaving the team a few issues back. She's all like, this was good for me, but I'm probably going to bounce soon. These motherfuckers ain't done nothing. Yeah. And she was the done nothing. They've done a good amount, but they have done a lot more buildup than payoff so far. 
Yeah. Although that last issue with uh with what's his name showing up on Mars, that yeah, was a yeah. Yeah. That, that was, right. was a big like oh shit, you, you know, type of moment. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Army of Darkness, 1979, hits number five. I think that's actually the last issue of that. Uh, Invincible Red Sonia, number seven. And then uh, I think that's it, except for the high dollar stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, all Dina these uh, things collect- that they yeah, get out there for the cons. Yeah, the collectible Or that shit. they can't, you know. Yeah, the collectible shit. Uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, hits issue number three. It's It's been a solid read. If you're a fan of Sheena, it's, it's Sheena. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's never much to say about dynamite books because yeah. there's like there's four characters, you know, like you exactly. know, if you exactly. like it, you like it, you know, just so get it, you know. And they have the Bond license. Yeah, I love the Bond stuff. Uh, Boom doesn't have much. Dark Blood is ending. That's a horror story. Uh, Firefly, uh, getting dizzy is uh, sort of a rollerblading sort of book. You know, all ages read. House of Slaughter. Uh, Once in Future, I will never not mention this book when it's up because it is the most underrated book at Boom Studios. It's a Arthurian legend, modern day, and it's wonderful. It's always drawn beautifully. Yeah, these are great pencils you're showing. Yeah, man. yeah, man. It is a – I mean, Dan Moore goes all out every issue, dude. It's, He's really using the full page there. Yeah, man. It's a great series. Everybody who's ever been a fan of any King Arthur shit – should check that out. I read it every every month it comes out. It's wonderful. And then everybody else. Uh, All Guts, No Glory. Uh, who is this? Yeah, this is Xenoscope. Usually they do straight up cheesecake based off like uh, stuff in the public domain. Like, you know, Snow White and Cinderella. You know, that I don't even know. If oh, do they do the like grim fairy tale stuff? Yeah, they do the grim fairy tale yeah. stuff. But this seems like something totally different. Yeah, this looks like a, like 70s sci-fi schlock. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Which I do not mean as an insult, you know. That, that's sure, sure. That, but. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. It looks really fun. Um, let's see. There wasn't much else when I looked. Oh, there is the Cowboy Bebop book over at uh, Titan. Uh, Dan Waters and Lamar Mathurin are doing uh, work on this one. They were really hoping. Yeah. That the Netflix thing would they, be uh, They might have missed their window on that one. Yeah. Uh, but it's really the colorist who stands out here. The colorist is what makes this a Cowboy Bebop book. Yeah, um, I mean, Cowboy Bebop is an untouchable anime. You know, it For is sure. perhaps the greatest game. ever made. Maybe a video game you could do. Maybe. Yeah. But, but yeah, nothing else really. You're not going to get that same feel. And the feel is what it always yeah, is. Like, it's an attitude to it. It's always a trick. It's always such a tricky proposition, right? Like doing an adaptation of something that's damn near perfect. Like, what are you yeah. going to add? That being said, though, um, the show was okay, you know, like, sure. But I, somebody who I saw talking about it, like summed it up pretty well. Everything they did that was the same as the show was not as good. And every change that they made made it worse. Yeah, that's, that's, that's spot on. That's spot on. Uh, See, I think, I still think that's going to be a big seller. I still think it's going to sell a lot of books. Uh, Dynamic Forces has a bunch of uh, graded shit. And uh, the double graphic novel, that's some anime. Duel, number one of ten. I'm not sure about this. It's Curtis uh, Curtis Martins, uh, Alex Cormack. I've heard, you know, of both of these guys. So uh, 
this is like high crime shit. You know, uh, me, uh, the first issue would mean an FBI agent tasked with investigating a deep website, dual.global, which pits its growing numbers of subscribers against each other in real life in a race to stop a high schooler who has challenged the site's highest ranked dueler in a match to the death. So it's you ever see that movie Guns Akimbo from a few years ago? Oh, yeah, with... Yeah, with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it was okay. It, it kind of reminds me of the premise of that, honestly. Yeah, like internet seems... streaming uh, death fights. But... but he was the he. They made him do that like against his will. Sure, sure. Okay, but anyway, in sorry. This, what were you saying? In this, it's like there's an app you can go to and sign up and actually challenge people in real life to fighting, like you would in a matchmaking group in a video game lobby. And that's that's just a wild premise, dude. That's a wild plan premise it's bliss on tap uh i'm gonna definitely try to find that probably gonna be a hard find uh harbinger from the valiant stuff harbinger harbanger uh and yeah i think that's about it man uh oh milo menars is the golden ass is recollected uh if you're a fan of milo i don't know this one actually oh you don't know milo menars manara I think I've heard the name, but I can't place he it. He is. Uh, do you remember that Spider Woman cover that got canceled? Oh, yeah, from like five that. years back. Okay, but Minara has been doing that style since like the seventies. Uh, just making all the girls overly sexualizing the girls, uh, and he's done it for a long time. Most of the stories that he writes are actually pretty positive, feminine positive, but you can't tell because of the art. Because the art is just way over the top perverted. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, I think they had to censor this cover here, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah. but that's just like a style in France, and especially back in the day, you know, it's one of those styles. So uh, it's actually pretty damn good. I've read it at least once. Uh, new Men, number one, that's a, a new book. I, I don't know. I want to click on it because it's a debut, uh, but it's like a sci-fi, like, I don't know, punk punk sci-fi yeah it looks pretty cyberpunk yeah um red christmas gets collected that's fun savage circus almost done there oh telepaths this book over at awa that's j michael straczynski and uh steve epting fantastic book uh just a bunch of people get telepathic powers and things just go downhill from there I mean, J. Michael Straczynski, you know, you can't go wrong looking for his stuff, you know. He's, the, he's so great, dude. So great. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's it, man. Uh, pretty solid week. Uh, a yeah. lot of good stuff coming out from – Not like from the onslaught we had last week. But, yeah, there's a lot of good yeah. stuff. And uh, the big news is definitely Saga coming back because that has sure. been years in the making. I'm not going to get this issue, but I am excited yeah. about picking up the volume when um, that comes out. Nice. Uh, Looking forward to the new X-Men, looking forward to this new Marauders lineup, and uh, looking forward to Devil's Reign out of Marvel. Um, DC has Robin, which I know is good, but which, you know, we're inching closer to that trade that I'm going to get for that one. Right. And the uh, the Superman Batman, or Superman and Robin book. I'm not sure if I'm going to get that. I'm not sure if I can get over the age dynamic. No, I'm definitely picking that up. I'm really excited to to get my hands on that one. I'll I'll have to make a game time decision on that one. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, Black Panther. It's really a really really big Marvel week for me, man. Black Panther, yeah, Devil's uh, Rain, all three X books. Yeah, Marvel's going to be a pretty disproportionately heavy week for me. Yeah, yeah. but whoo, that was a lot of books. 
We're going to talk about those books next week, Sunday. Come back, same time. Listen to us talk about uh, all those books, plus whatever news we come up with. Uh, check out the comic book bullies. They had a show last night. I did not get a chance to listen to it today. I was so busy doing stuff outside, but, uh, check them out. They, you know, stream on this channel and a bunch of other, uh, channels, and you can get all of those links at outrightgeekery.com. There's links to everything we've got going on. There's so much stuff, uh, that we're, that we're doing. So, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to this joker for hanging out with this joker. Anytime, my friend, we're going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. And I hope they come back next week. I don't like being the one to do that stuff. Oh, I know. I know you hate it. I don't know where they were. Because they've got a message on. Man, we're always flying by the seat of our pants on this show.